Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 24th of March. The big story this morning, short seller Hindenburg Research has alleged on Thursday that former Twitter chief executive officer Jack Dorsey's fintech firm Block built up on hype and enabled frictionless fraud as part of its rise in the US payments landscape. In that report, Hindenburg has said that it has an active short position against Block. The report claimed that the firm had wildly overstated its genuine user counts and understated its customer acquisition costs, among other very serious allegations. Shares of Block fell sharply overnight, closing nearly 15% lower. Meanwhile, the US government could repeat recent drastic interventions it has done if it feels that it needs to protect depositors if small lenders are threatened, according to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. She was speaking at an American Bankers Association conference in Washington yesterday when she said that the earlier intervention was needed to protect the banking system from contagion. More international news, Accenture has lowered its revenue growth guidance for the current financial year ending August and announced layoffs as client spending takes a backseat in current environment. But second quarter earnings were higher than expected with revenues rising over 5%. The company plans to let go of 19,000 employees or 2.5% of its 7.38 lakh workforce. More than half of those people are in non-billable corporate functions. Layoffs in the tech space are becoming commonplace with firms globally reviewing expansion plans that had taken root during the COVID-19 pandemic. Back home, the Reserve Bank of India is working on setting a trigger system to ensure that the gap between banks declaring a loan account as fraud is reduced drastically from years to just six to eight months. That's according to two people familiar with the development. The central bank has seen a gap of up to five to six years between the first bank declaring a loan as a fraud and the last one, which it feels is unacceptable. To rectify this, the RBI is ready with a time-bound tracking system that forces banks to take a view on an account once any institution tags a loan as fraud. You can read that full story on the website bqprime.com. In corporate news, interesting update in the auto space. Tata Motors, which sells the most electric cars in India, is planning to have a separate retail channel for these vehicles. That's according to a report in the Economic Times. And in international markets, U.S. stocks gained ground overnight despite pressure on banks. The Dow and the S&P 500 gained 0.2 and 0.3% respectively, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq climbed as much as 1%. The early rises in the Asia-Pacific region, though, have all started in the red. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Choppiness seems to be the name of the game in the Indian market right now. Does that continue today? Hi, Alex. Um, thanks. And it promises to be a, maybe a lackluster day of trade, if you will, because it's not that the global markets are doing too much, to be honest, that our futures are flat as the investors are weighing in the bank troubles and the Fed decision. Uh, the good part is that the oil uptick that we were seeing the last couple of days has kind of stalled, which is great from an India perspective, per se. So indices are likely to remain sluggish. Uh, the interesting thing is what I was mentioning on the podcast yesterday as well, that we've seen pharma make a bit of a comeback. Nifty Pharma is continuing outperforming a declining market. 
just shows some bit of bottom buying happening in that index along with FMCG. And the other good part is that Accenture results will probably have some bit of a positive rub off on IT stocks. At least it will arrest any negative sentiment that is currently prevalent on IT. Uh, shameless plug, by the way, we had a fabulous conversation with Ankur Rudra of JP Morgan yesterday on the IT stocks. It's worth listening into why he's underweight. But but just before we get to stocks, just from a market perspective, I think what the Chris would uh, note today, uh, which is there on our website as well, by the way, the story, uh, kind of says what a lot of people are thinking of. So his quote, his 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 play, his story suggests, or his email suggests that the valuation differential between India and China has reverted to its traditional mean after the huge sixty five percent outperformance of MSCI China over MSCI India since the end of October 2022 to January following China's reopening. And this sets up the potential for renewed outperformance by India in an Asian and an emerging market context, since most dedicated long-only foreign investors are underweight India. So people should keep that in mind. Now to specific stocks very quickly. Uh, Bharat Electronics, uh, company secured two contracts worth 3,700 crores from Ministry of Defense. Uh, so that stock could actually do well. Vedanta, the board is going to consider an interim dividend on March 28th, but technically the stock is looking very wobbly. Uh, it, it was amongst the top losers yesterday, losing more than 5%, a lot of OI build up as well. There's a lot of fear about whether, you know, public market sentiment around whether Vedanta could be short seller's target. Since all of that is not happening and since there is an interim dividend meet, you never know, there could be a bit of a bounce in Vedanta today as well. Uh, stock in focus is Campus Active, where um, learn from various sources that can be a large block. So that's one to be watched out for. Like I said, but the Accenture numbers looked okay. And I think um, what brokerages like MKR are saying is that the demand remains resilient. And that should, based on what Accenture has said, uh, because of the deal wins, uh, if the deal wins did remain strong in Q2, and that's why MK is saying that the demand remains resilient and should alleviate any concerns of a sharp fall. Well, maybe that helps for sure. And lastly, do watch out for some price volume buzzers like Star Cement, uh, which was up about 6% yesterday on 10x volumes, or Aegis Logistics, which on the back of the UBS note was up 6% on 4x volumes. So a couple of stocks to be watched out for. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great end to the week and an even better weekend.